Good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday at 5 p.m., and you know what that means. It's Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and I have a very special guest with me today. I have Laura Rodriguez with uh, Lakeland Vision. Laura is the executive director of Lakeland Vision, and we are also office mates. So welcome, Laura. Uh, Thank you, Julie. I'm so happy you asked me to be here with you. So, yeah, we have been office. uh, We were at Little City Hall together. Uh, you predated me in that position. Yeah, so, briefly. <laughs> yeah, so I've been at the DDA this April will be eight years. So yep. how long have you been with Lakeland Vision? Uh, January was four, eight years for me. Oh, okay. So I barely you. barely you, beat me. Okay, just all a right. Tad. <laughs> I feel like we've, yeah, I when I think back at my duration at Lakeland Vision, I feel like, you know, because we've always shared an office, it's always yeah. been you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're downtown now in our lovely location on Munn Park, and I think we both can say that uh, not not to diss City Hall, we love our friends at City Hall, but yeah, uh, it's it's better for the folks that we serve. I think Absolutely. to be in so. a more accessible space. Yeah. Grateful for what the city gave us for as long as they did, yes. but that was definitely a good move. Yes, and CRA is happy that we got booted because mm-hmm. uh, they took over our space. Yeah. Actually, we volunteered to leave. They, we didn't get booted. <laughs> and they, they inherited a great space because it was a great office. It was. Well, before we get into talking with you about Lakeland Vision, I wanted to just plug some of the fun things that are happening in downtown. Of course, this week is spring break in Polk County. Uh, but we still have some fun things that you can partake in in downtown Lakeland. Uh, Friday Nights is a new music series called Friday Night Live, and we have a group called Just the Two of Us that's going to be performing in the center of Munn Park. So Fridays until June 17th, we have a new music series, uh, Friday Night Live, and it starts at 6 p.m. So you can just come out and have some free music and bring a blanket or chairs or just wander over after dinner or before dinner mm-hmm. and enjoy the music in Munn Park. So uh, that's a free activity that you can come out and enjoy. And with the sun staying up longer. Yeah. And it's not so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To definitely take advantage of the slightly cooler weather than uh, what's coming Uh, And, of course, Saturday, we have the Farmer's Curb Market every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. in downtown along Kentucky Avenue, stretching from Lemon Street to Oak Street, five city blocks, about 100 vendors every week. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So we have a lot of folks selling amazing products, uh, produce, of course, homemade, various homemade foods that you can either take home or ready to eat foods, uh, a lot of international street food type so come hungry and, and grab a bite to eat. Uh, then on March 29th, we've got Punk Rock Flea Market that is going to be hosted by Swan Brewing. They've been doing this for a couple of years, and they have one in March and typically one in September. So if you haven't been to a Punk Rock Flea Market, uh, you definitely need to check that out. It's going to be a really good time. They have great vendors. They have fun things to do for the kids. They have bounce houses and other kids' activities. And, of course, beer with Swan Brewing, uh, live music. So it's a lot of fun over on Lake Wire. So we're very thankful for our lovely Swan Brewing, who started off. Dan was my guest a couple of weeks ago. If you missed that show, you can go back and listen to it on uh, the WLKF website. All of our shows are recorded and put up on the website for... Years of entertainment to come. Yes. 
your yeah. listening pleasure. <laughs> for your listening pleasure. So yeah, Dan was on our show and was talking about uh, his journey starting off at the Farmer's Curb Market as a vendor That's with great. just an idea of being a um, home brewer. And then it turned into, you know, this amazing uh, business that he has and he's selling his 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 beers, not just at his location, but also distributing throughout uh, the Southeast, I think. So very proud of Dan, and he pioneered activities over on Lake Wire. So yeah, we're very... Yeah, I think that that's nice to see some of those activities gravitate in other parts of downtown. Yeah, to, so... To appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, so Joinery has stretched it, uh, and Poor Porker has right. stretched it over to the other side of Lake Mirror. Now we've got Lake Wire. Uh, we spoke with last week uh, Amy Wiggins and... Um, Katie Worthington Decker, and we talked about the downtown West, which is Mm -hmm. going to be uh, the next great part of downtown as we build over on the West side. We've got some exciting projects that are going to be launched uh, or announced, I would, I should say, um, in the coming weeks that are happening in on the downtown West side. So yeah, downtown is, is, is growing. It's got a lot of space to grow in, in terms of vacant land. And, and I, make no apologies for saying that we need to fill it up, yes. uh, of course, smartly mm-hmm. and uh, with good planning, but we need to fill up downtown and and make it more dense so that uh, public transportation becomes more viable and walkability becomes uh, the way that we do things in downtown in terms of live, live work, uh, and play all without just parking your car one time. That's, a, that's what we want. Absolutely. So... We will um, now. We're going to move on to you, Laura. Well, <laughs> Since thank I you. gave my little downtown speech, um, we have uh, Laura Rodriguez, as I said at the opening of the show, with Lakeland Vision. And I, ha- I always tease because we we do share offices, and uh, oftentimes, if Laura's not there, uh, this happens a lot because um, you know we've always got somebody in the office, and Laura is off. Uh, visioning out there in the world (laughs) but people will walk into the office after seeing the lakeland vision sign and ask if we can check their glasses oh my goodness (laughs) yes and many of my voicemails are also like i would like to make an appointment to get my eyes checked and you know it's so funny because i'm so into visioning and strategic planning that sometimes i'm like oh yeah i can i mean i see it i I understand no pun intended no pun intended i see what they're seeing and why they want to have their seeing checked but um yes that is not what we do so for the folks who Thought maybe at the opening of the show that we were going to talk about eyeglasses. Yes. Like, Julie, why are you (laughs) highlighting an eyeglasses um, shop? So tell us, what is Lakeland Vision? Well, Lakeland Vision is an organization that gives the citizens of our community, and that's anybody that calls home. Sometimes people think, oh, I have to live in this, like, in this um, city you know, limits. And it's anyone that calls Lakeland home, the greater Lakeland area, winter visitors, anyone that lives here is given a voice to help us make plans for the future of our community. And we have been doing that since um, 1998. So year 24, Lakeland Vision has been here. And I think it's unique for a city to have a dedicated um, visioning organization for citizens um, to give them that voice. So I'm um, happy to be here and um, yeah, happy to answer any questions. Yeah. So it, strategic planning, that's a that's a mouthful for some people. What does that mean? And then how does it translate in into actual um, action? I mean, what do the when you say it gives citizens uh, a voice, 
what is that process? How did that happen? Yeah. Sure. Well, and, you know, being 24 years in, um, we have done, Lakeland Vision has um, overseen three visioning um, processes in the community when the um, citizens are allowed to give their um, input. So in 1998, the um, several community leaders wanted to see a, a visioning organization for the, the citizens to be involved, and that's where the very first vision was created. And since then, there's been another one every 10 years in, in Lakeland. So I'll kind of highlight, because it could be a very long conversation if I told you how each one of those was done, but most recently in um, 2019, we went out into the community for the third time and spent several months um, engaging with the community. And this time was a little different because in the past, if you think about 1998 and 2008 even, you know, you couldn't really rely upon the Internet. Of course, not in mm. 1998, but even in 2008, it wasn't a steady, you know, surefire way to get people to, to be involved. So a lot of those were done in person through mm. workshops and town hall meetings and opportunities for people to come and share their ideas. Um, in, 19, in 2019, of course, we really were the opposite. We were able to rely more upon technology to gather that input, but we did have a lot of in-person in opportunities as well. So, um, of course, we had a survey on lakelandvision.org, um, which I can go into a little bit more when we come back. Yeah, so we're going to take a quick break. And yeah, we talked about this as being the third round and how different it was because mm -hmm. of COVID. But thankfully, it helped with the, you know, proliferation of internet and Zoom oh, and yeah. all of that. So Definitely. we're going to talk about this most recent visioning process when we get back. Sounds good. And we're back. This is Julie Townsend, your host for Downtown Dish. Thanks for sticking with us. If you've just joined us, I am uh, here with Laura Rodriguez. She is the executive director of Lakeland Vision. And Lakeland Vision is not an eye company. No, it is it not going to check your vision for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she is going to go into detail about uh, the strategic planning that this organization does. And um, But before we get to that, uh, I didn't realize that I didn't make it clear that Laura is the only employee of Lakeland Vision. So yes, works yes. very hard, but does not accomplish this all on her oh, own. Oh, absolutely so not. So who is your st your staff? Who's, and I put who, the air quotes. Who helps make this happen? Yes. Well, it's made, you know, it's a community-wide effort, that's for sure. Um, we have a board of directors, um, up to 21 board members. Currently, we have 20. And we are very, again, the word strategic come up comes up, but we are very careful and thoughtful about who comes onto the Lakeland Vision Board because we want it to be representative of our Lakeland community. We want to have representation from all different areas and backgrounds and all kinds of demographics. So we feel like our board is very representative of our, of our community. And um, I would say we're not a pay-to-play organization. We're a 501c3 representing the citizens. So we want to make sure that the leaders uh, that are doing the work at Lakeland Vision are our community that, you know, look like our community. And so with that, I have to say I have an amazing board and they help accomplish the different areas of our vision through um, committee work and um, they're helping make the goals in our vision happen. 
So truly a working board. It is a truly a working <laughs> board. So if you don't want a working board, never come to Lakeland Vision because we are going to ask you to work. That's so. right. No, just no, just titles on Absolutely. your resume. It's, yes, it it's, is. Roll up the sleeves. It is. We couldn't do it without the board members. And I also, you know, just in talking about how do you make it happen, in addition to our board, we have community partners who not only help us um, raise money to do the work we're doing, but most of the doing is mm. done by our community partners. Um, we help convene conversations to discuss, but then our partners implement. So right. um, it's truly um, backed by the community. So we were going to talk about the strategic planning process for mm-hmm. this year, because obviously it's you said it was done every 10 years and sure. we just had one in 19, right. which was a little different than the it two was. previous ones. Well, 2019 was we were going along. Thankfully, we were doing all of our engaging with the community during 2019 before things got really crazy and we didn't want to get near people. Um, we did that and um, we did that through a process of, you know, back, like I was mentioning earlier about how in the past we held all these, you know, specific Lakeland Vision meetings and town halls and workshops. This time we thought, you know, we're gathering most of our information um, electronically, but we do want to engage with folks in person. So we went to where there already were people. Mm. Instead of adding more meetings and mm. activities for busy people, we decided to go where there already, you know, were people in the community. So we went to several different places in person from the down Downtown farmers market. We were at the um, we were at the spring obsession. We went to several community um, organizations. Um, you know, different meetings that were already happening. We were out at the Mee Pueblo Flea Market in Kathleen. We were at the Martin Luther King Day Parade. We were um, really so many places. Um, I I don't have the full list on me off the top of my head, but just an example of mm-hmm. we were all throughout the community engaging with folks. Um, and then of course, also encouraging people to go online to take the um, survey. And all in all, after our four or five month process, you know, we engaged with more than a thousand folks from the community and spent several months going through the data of what they wanted to see in Lakeland. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to get to 2030 anyways. And if right. you're not planning and, you know, and the I think there, you know, something to note is that the city of Lakeland um, through all these years, 24 years, has always supported Lakeland Vision because they have cared about what our citizens want to see mm-hmm. in the future, not just what elected, you know, elected officials, not just what, you know, business owners, large companies, they really want to hear from the everyday citizens that call Lakeland home. So I think that it's, um, you know, giving them kudos that they have supported our efforts over the years um, to make sure that we were able to do this with our community. Um, But yes, to go back to the question, we were able to do all that um, in 2019, analyze the data, and we unrolled the current vision document, what we call the citizen's vision document, in the very tail end of 2019. So that means... The next, you know, the next couple months, you start an implementation process. So we were beginning that effort, and then boom, COVID hit us, and mm. an organization that is traditionally in person, mm. talking, sitting around a table, um, trying to solve problems, and you know, bring goals to fruition. All of a sudden, we couldn't do that. Mm. So it was um, a few months of I don't want to say scrambling, but deciding how do we do this now when you can't meet with people in person. Right. So um, we quickly learned how to master um, virtual meetings. <laughs> and honest to goodness, we're still doing a lot of virtual meetings um, with folks, 
you know, some people love them and hate them, but I think as time's gone on, people appreciate the time-saving measures of virtual meetings. So we found our way. Mm. And thankfully, we are well on our way to starting to implement the current vision that is our third generation citizen vision in Lakeland. So the majority of your data collection from the community happened prior to yes. the thank COVID goodness. shutdowns. Okay, well, yes. that was good. Phew. Yes, yeah. it was. It was <laughs> that was all done. Thank goodness. Um, it was our the beginning of implementation, and implementation is a, not a quick process. Right. You know if. I'm going to reference our, you know, for anyone who wants to learn more, www.lakelandvision.org, you can see the current and the new third generation vision document of our community. And that is a plan over usually about 10 years, mm-hmm. honest to goodness, on how on implementation. But you have to start chipping away at it little by little. And it was that implementation process that got a little bit held up be- while we tried to learn what the new normal was and right. how does Lakeland Vision function when we can't meet with people in person. Yeah. But we have done we have done it. And yes. we are beginning, um, that we are not beginning, we're actually a couple years in to mm-hmm. implementation of our new vision. Excellent. Well, I know that there are sort of um, categories, of, of, for yes. lack of a better word, of for for right. the vision or st- strategic yes. initiatives within that vision. So tell us some. Well, the and I really have to note, because when I came in eight years ago to Lakeland Vision, we were working on the second vision of our community. And though it was helpful for sure, and a lot of good things came out of it, it was very broad um, mm. at that visioning process. Every idea that every citizen gave was counted and included in the vision, which is a wonderful thing, but it's very <laughs> hard to implement. Yes. So I have to say that our new vision is much more user friendly. It is broken down into four focus areas that go from strong and safe neighborhoods, um, uh, jobs for a vibrant um, economy, lifelong education, and the last one is arts um, activities for a diverse community. So those are the four focus areas that came from our visioning effort. And under each one of those focus areas, we have a number of goals that relate. Um, and those are the goals that we are working to implement or see come to fruition over the next 10 years. And again, thanks to a wonderful board and what really engaged community partners, they are the ones that help us get there. And many organizations are already doing a lot of these goals, and we're serving to inventory mm-hmm. what's being done. And, you know, we were very grateful to have you, Julie, come to our um, March board me- meeting, and your presentation helped us better inventory what's happening in downtown. And we do have a specific downtown um, goal under our Strong and Safe Neighborhoods um, focus area, and it says downtown Lakeland will be walkable and vibrant with a variety of housing options, restaurants, small businesses, green spaces, and venues for community gatherings and events. And you are well on your way to making, <laughs> well, and I, I would say you're already there, but, um, and we're grateful for that. But even just, as you mentioned earlier, expanding downtown, you right. know, utilizing the west side of downtown with, you know, the coming of, you know, Bonnet Springs and all the activity that will be happening in the west side of downtown and seeing those areas fill with, you know, businesses and activities for our community. It's this will be a very easy goal to, um, <laughs> I don't want to say check off our list because right. it's, it's, it's a constant, um, you know, work in progress. Right. But um, that's an example of right. how we do our work is inventorying what's happening. And downtown is so vibrant. Um, 
we there's not a lot of convening of conversations that need to happen there because right. you all are taking care of that along with your partners. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about some of the other uh, focus areas. And then um, I'm just glad I have an A+. Plus. Yes. I like I like having yes. A's, A's on my report card. <laughs> Good job. So we'll talk more with uh, Laura Rodriguez when we return. And we're back. It's Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend with Downtown Lakeland. And we are here talking with Laura Rodriguez, the executive director of Lakeland Vision. And Lakeland Vision is a strategic planning organization. And uh, we've been talking about the areas of focus uh, that the vision has just uh, gone through the process of of, um, putting together for the next 10 years. And, you know, these are not things like, I want to paint the house blue, check, and then right. you move on. Uh, these these sometimes carry over from mm-hmm. from previous 10-year vision plans. So Absolutely. they're not necessarily unaccomplished. Right. They're just still in progress. So let's talk they're about some important. of those. Yeah. Well, and, you know, again, keeping in mind that the last vision unfolded in 2009, the some of the continued priorities. So when we, you know, gauged the community 10 years ago, and then we did it again, some of the continued requests and um, what our community thought we needed were, um, were, were vibrant downtown um, activities, um, safe neighborhoods, parks, education, economy, involved citizens, transit. So those are some of the things we saw that were important 10 years ago and that our community still said they need, you know, we think we need to still, you know, still important to them and they want right. to see that being a priority. Um, but then we did see some new things come up, um, new priorities. And um, it's, you know, very interesting to see. Inclusiveness was one Mm. that was very, that came up quite a bit. Affordable housing, Mm. the biggest. That was the largest call from our community was to see movement in affordable housing. Um, more restaurants, believe it or not. That was that was one of the surprising that ones. Can't that be. It, seriously, Julie, it was there. <laughs> and uh, we, we were surprised about that as well. Um, homelessness, traffic, um, walkable accessibility, um, community policing, parking. Mm. I'm sure that doesn't come <laughs> as a surprise. And sustainable energy. Those were some of the new things that we saw come out from our most recent um, our most recent visioning effort so you will see those are all reflected in this vision document that again if you are interested in seeing it um, going to our website lakelandvision.org and you can see each one of those four focus areas broken down each goal that goes with it and some of these new and continuing priorities will be represented so you spoke earlier that you're the employee you've got a board of about 20 you said yep yes we and they aren't they aren't they aren't going and solving this affordable housing no. problem or the parking right. problem or the traffic problem. So who is who is the target audience in terms of receiving this document or these right. these individual focus uh, goals and saying, go go fix this? Right. Well, and, you know, a lot of people think it's that our audience is the citizens and they certainly are to if they want to keep track or be involved in you know how we work it but once the citizens give us their input we now have a document that we 
that the, the community owns, mm-hmm. not Lakeland Vision owns. It's for the full community. It's to be utilized by businesses, by community organizations, by the city of Lakeland. The city of Lakeland uses this in their 10-year comp plan that they do every, every. so it's, it's it belongs to the community. We don't want to see this document sitting on a shelf, getting dusty, and not being referenced. So my board um, prioritizes because it's a it's a broad vision. We can't accomplish or look into every goal at you know in a given year. So once a year, the Lakeland Vision Board, that again is representative of the Lakeland community, um, is is setting priorities for the year. And then from those priorities, new committees are made, and it's those committees that are bringing partners to the table and discussing where the issue is, where, where are the gaps? You know, mm-hmm. our goal says this, we, we're kind of missing this in our community. How do we fill in the gap to make this, you know, not only fulfill a goal, but to also make our community better? So we do that with community partners and community partners can be, you know, they might just be people that give input and have expertise and, you know, they are businesses that can help make those things happen or organizations, mm-hmm. you know, like using downtown for an example, if we saw a gap somewhere that our that was in our vision and we could come to Julie and say, you know, hi, Julie, LDDA, you know, you all would be the perfect group to help us um, explore this, you know, along with others. And, you know, we put together conversations to, um, of, of folks in the community that can make things happen. And um, we have, and some some of our partners give financially, mm-hmm. and many don't. Many are, you know, just helping us implement this vision. So um, it's done very tiny. I, I'm, I, as a, the one single staffer, kind of coordinate but it's my board and it is our partners that are the ones that are actually helping us chip away at accomplishing the things that are in our vision. So what are the, the you said that obviously th- this is a big document and it's yes. a 10-year plan. This isn't yes. something that we're going to solve next week right. and, and be done with it. So what are, what, are, what are some of the more challenging ones that you think? I mean, I think they're all challenging. It's hard to say. But what is any that have carried over? from previous years that are still just a challenge to, to really accomplish? Well, you know, I think, you know, the affordable housing, even though that kind of seems like a new, you know, it, it, it popped up a lot more in this new visioning effort. And I think anyone that lives here knows affordable housing is one that, um, you know, it, it, it's important and we don't know how to, solve that right now. Right. And um, that's an example of one that, you know, is going to require a lot of coordination. And I will say that, you know, when we have our board retreat um, for this year, this is a little inside information, we're looking at what Lakewood Vision is going to really focus on in this next year. For us, the next year kind of begins in August and runs through next summer. And what we're looking at, we're actually gauging the board right now of what are, what is our big focus? Affordable housing, housing in general, mm-hmm. um, impacts of growth. We know mm. our community has grown a lot and there's a lot of impacts, good and bad. Right. I think those of us who have lived here a long time might say there's been a lot of negative impacts, but how do we solve those impacts? And the other one is workforce, you know, mm. having the workforce and that those are things we're going to be looking at that are challenging. All three of those are challenges, and um, we'll you know decide how Lakeland Vision is going to convene those conversations next year to um, help at least look into it mm-hmm. and see how we mitigate our times. You know, we're at an interesting time right now, so there's a lot of things that we're um, going to be needing our community to help us. Um, you know. 
I'm not going to say we'll get to the bottom of it, but at least start the conversations. So in terms of um, organizations beyond Lakeland, I mean, obviously we can say this is Lakeland vision, Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of the things impact the entire county. So are there relationships that you've built with organizations that are countywide? Sure. Well, you know, I can give you some examples. Well, and what first that comes to mind, you know, you think we have a counterpart of the county, which is Polk Vision. Right. And believe it or not, in our first visioning, in, in Lakeland Vision's first visioning effort, that was one of the goals, was to get a, a countywide counterpart. So mm-hmm. Polk Vision came out of Lakeland Vision's first vision document. But we do engage um, with with countywide organizations. Obviously, we are very Lakeland-centric, not going sure. to beat around the bush about that. We are Lakeland-centric being Lakeland Vision, but we do, um, you know, for example, one of our committees um, that's been around for a while is Age-Friendly Lakeland, and we um, they we have a counterpart to that. There's Age-Friendly Winter Haven, mm. and really a lot of the work that Age-Friendly Lakeland does, it does, you know, affect la- most, you know, our Lakeland um, seniors and um really the whole community age friendly, but um, we engage with a lot of countywide organizations that what comes out of age friendly Lakeland is really very um, useful and productive for our countywide um, partners. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do, but mostly Lakeland. Yeah. And in Citrus Connection, I think is another good example because it's a Mm countywide public transportation system. And, you know, we, we have a lot more bus service, I think, in Lakeland than we do throughout the whole county. That whole effort, but you know, it does carry over. but it definitely mm-hmm. carries over because people could maybe live in Auburndale and work in Lakeland oh, or, or Winter Haven or something like that. So, all right, well, we've got to take another quick break. But when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Laura Rodriguez, Executive Director of Lakeland Vision. We're back. Julie Townsend with Downtown Dish is uh, here with Laura Rodriguez, the executive director of Lakeland Vision. Uh, Laura has been with Lakeland Vision eight years this January, and uh, we've been office mates Mm -hmm. since day one. We first shared offices together uh, when both of our offices were at City Hall. And about six years ago, we moved into our new digs on Kentucky Avenue, just north of Harry's in downtown Lakeland. We love our new, uh, I say new, it's been six years. Yeah. It still feels new. <laughs> it Why does feel that? new. Um, um, well, yeah. and I, you know, just as a side note, I w- being a lone single staffer of Lakeland Vision, if I didn't share an office with you all, I think I'd be very lonely and definitely not as entertained. So, <laughs> yes, we, we are entertaining. You guys we are, are nothing but. Well, I love hearing about all the plans you guys make. So I feel like I have insight of what's happening in downtown yes. before it happens. Um, so, yeah, so you have focus areas. One of them is downtown. And so yeah. we try to make sure that we're making you happy and you, fulfilling yeah, your... Yeah, you guys probably um, are the one, the, the tip top, like, a, what do you call it? A plus number right. one um, teacher's pet because <laughs> we have that um, relationship that, you know, you know what we're looking for and we know what you're doing. Yes. And, you know, what's important to us is that you've done that work to 
engage the community about right. what it is that they want. And the city has a survey that they do annually right. as well. And it's interesting because I, I, I already know the results of the survey when it comes to downtown every every year. It's, I'm sure. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's, you know, everybody hates parking. Yeah. Uh, everybody's, you know, wants more events, more uh. retail, more restaurants, more, more, more. But when you have all those more things, right. then that means, you know, more people with more cars and right. uh, more congestion in sure. the area. And so that's why we try very hard to push initiatives that are going to make downtown uh, more walkable. And yeah. one of those things is to uh, create density. I mean, honestly, right. adding more buildings uh, and adding more businesses that are uh, that are walkable to the neighborhood means that f- you need fewer cars or you park on the periphery right. and walk in and you don't feel uh, unhappy about that because right. you have interesting things to pass by on your way to your Absolutely. destination. So no one wants to walk past empty lots and parking, yeah. uh, parking the sides of parking garages with nothing interesting to look at. They want to people watch as they get to their destination. So we were talking earlier about the new exciting things happening in downtown West that you're going to hear about in the coming weeks. Uh, And those announcements, I'm sure, will be made and and in the ledger and things. So I'm not going to spoil it. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to not going to steal the thunder of those those folks who want to make those announcements. But. Yeah, we've got um, a lot of fun things. Bonnet Springs, as everyone knows, is coming Mm -hmm. and we have to really figure out how to make that connectivity and oh, yeah. have some sort of transportation system that gets people around so they're not back and forth and back Absolutely. and forth. With, well, um, I, I thought immediately, you know, the Citrus Connection and the things that they're trying to do, I think Bonnet Springs will make that really a necessity for mm-hmm. folks because even though we do want people walking, Bonnet Springs to, like, downtown is, you know, it's a hike. And if you don't have that time, you need the little, you know, you need some alternatives. So. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really it'll be, be a beautiful important. yeah, it'll be a beautiful walk around like wire, but if you don't have that uh 30 yeah. minutes to sure. to do that. <laughs> right. You might you might need a little help from from Absolutely. something like the squeeze. Right. So, yeah, yeah, so and I'm excited about the that. the squeeze that's that's uh most likely coming back here pretty quickly Good. for lunch. It's uh it's such beautiful weather right now. I think folks don't mind walking, but as soon as someone gets a little bead of sweat on their forehead, I'm calling Citrus Connection. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> to get it back up and well, running. And sometimes so. you just don't want to show up sweaty, right? That's right. So exactly. having those options is is just adds to our downtown, the vibrancy that we're talking about in our goal of you know Lake Levision's downtown goal. That's right. So you have a new thing that's happening um, called Community Unity. We were mm-hmm. talking a little bit about it at the break, but tell tell everybody yeah. what all that is about. Well, this is very exciting. I mean, of course, I think everything's exciting that we do at Lake Vision because, you know, being a planner and thinking about how it can make a, a real difference in our community of Lakeland. But we're looking at, um, we have a goal, Lakeland Vision, one of the goals under our um, activities for a diverse community is we do have an actual diversity goal, which says, um, you know, that Lakeland's going to support and we're going to celebrate diversity and inclusiveness in leadership and business and civic engagement throughout the community. And, you know, I think kind of the, the events of, you know, May of 2020, you know, after George Floyd, we at Lakeland Vision 
it sparked a conversation totally outside of our like regular planning about this is something that we need to be looking at in Lakeland. You mm-hmm. know, the be- we can't be a good community if we're not diverse and inclusive. And we started that conversation. And, you know, at, the, at the, around the same time, the city of Lakeland was having some, you know, meetings around the community. And uh, I think a lot of people wanted to make a difference um, on that on that topic. It was important. And, um, you know, the city came out with a plan called Lift Lakeland. And, uh, you know, we were already working on community unity issues, um, you know, trying to see how we could make a difference at Lakeland Vision. And there was one of the... Um, you know, focus areas of the Lift Lakeland plan was community unity. Uh, so it seemed natural to kind of work together with the city instead of working separately. Mm-hmm. Like, let let us help chip away at this plan, you know, on something that's important. And I think one of the things that Lakeland Vision does well is we keep some, you know, we want to make sure this conversation is sustainable. You can't right. just have the conversation when it's a hot topic and then say, well, we didn't necessarily accomplish what we wanted, but let's move on to the next thing. Right. It's a sustainability thing, and this is going to stay with Lakeland Vision for a while. Um, we're, we know we're not going to solve it, but um, you know, right away. But right now, this community unity committee um, was led by Rick Maxey. Um, he's our chair for this committee, and they've created. Um, you know, because we're kind of looking at community unity, it's very broad. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're taking a look at through work groups um, is kind of econ- economy. How are we being diverse and inclusive in the economy and law enforcement? and healthcare and education and even just overall unity mm-hmm. are people you know are, are they feeling a part of this community right how do we make that better and stronger so we're in the early phases of that um, it's a very um, methodical process you know with our chair that we have it's um, you know we're doing it in a very careful way and I say careful that we want to do it right mm-hmm. we want to have the right people at the table of course and I always you know want to say this that Lakeland Vision we're a community organization anybody can be a part of these conversations you do not have to be invited you don't need to feel like you're on the outskirts if this any of the things we talked about today even your listeners mm-hmm. that feel that they could be a part of these conversations we welcome them so um Anyways, but that's where we're working. And I think, you know, one of the goals of this um, Community Unity Committee is that, you know, kind of talking about countywide, we hope that this model is something that other communities can use, other cities within Polk County or even Polk County in general, Mm -hmm. you know, to have their own community unity um, conversation because it's important. It's very important. And we, you know, it's a priority for Lakeland Vision, and I think it will continue to be so for many years. Yeah, I think that's something that is not necessarily a goal um, that you can check off a box and say we accomplished that. But it's just an ongoing Mm -hmm. effort that you want to sustain and maintain um, for years and years and years to come. So applaud all of your work at Lakeland Vision. You guys do uh, a lot of um, a lot of hard things that that take a lot of effort, and it's all volunteer in terms Absolutely. of your board. So right. kudos to your board. You can Absolutely. see your board members listed on your website. So right. if folks yes. want to find out who these people are, they can go visit LakelandVision.org. Correct. Uh, see who all the the board members are. And, um, you know, contact you, Laura, through the yes. website as well Absolutely. if they're interested in participating in any right. way. 
And uh, so, yeah, I look forward to seeing you around the office. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yes, Julie, I'm excited to, to be back more regularly now that, you know, I don't want to say COVID's over, but right. that it's, you know, people are kind of returning to normal. Right. Well, I'll plug a couple events before we go. We've only got about 30 more seconds. I want to make sure everyone remembers the Punk Rock Flea Market on March 29th. Of course, uh, Farmer's Market every Saturday. You've got this Friday, Friday Night Live. Just the two of us are going to be performing in the center of Munn Park. You can check out all of our events on downtownlkld.com or Facebook and Instagram, Downtown LKLD. So thanks for listening to Downtown Dish, and we'll talk to you next week on Tuesday. Yeah.